how does it feel when your grandparents are crying for the help inside their home and we see their shelters is being bulldozer scary insane inhuman that's how i felt 10 years ago welcome to frontline defenders rights on the line podcast presenting the voices perspectives and experiences of human rights defenders and human rights issues across the globe today's episode is a special one we listen to bidya shreshtha maharjan from nepal narrate her story of being a woman human rights defender bidya is a teacher by profession as well as the women's president of the world nevaguti an indigenous community organization that works to protect the rights of the nevaguti people an indigenous woman herself Vidya has long been leading the movement to stop illegal road expansions in the valley of her hometown. During the course of her work for the community, she has been threatened several times, physically attacked and arbitrarily detained. She continues to be a voice of inspiration for many. The rolling tears of old women tore my heart into pieces, shook me up. This is the real story of Newa indigenous peoples and locals of Kathmandu Valley Nepal. Zozolappa warm greetings from Nepal. I am Vidya Srestha Maharjan Newa indigenous peoples from Kathmandu Valley. The community having a glorious tradition culture land of Lord Buddha spreading peace and humanity with the blessing of living goddess Kumari. The quench of never ending thirst of corporates and foreign investors, the widening of road projects to ease traffic congestion with the investment of world bank and asian development bank was launched in nepal government uh, in 2011 and 2012 from lazimpat by demolishing the houses without seeing alternatives study the impact on resident and indigenous people's livelihood without getting free prior and informed consent and no compensation at all these irrelevant Unlawful road extension project directly affected 150,000 people, 150,000 human human rights violation, 30,000 households, 30,000 families, about 200 heritage ancient settlements, where 95% of people affected are from my Newa community. A genocide, with the help of Lahornip Lawyer Association for the Human Rights of Nepalese Indigenous Peoples. and advocate jitendra bajrachari we filed a writ petition and in some of the places the supreme court of nepal made landmark decision in favor of affected people but that was not enough to stop the ongoing process of demolishing houses the decision was only limited on the paper no compensation had been made yet rather the private properties were converted into concrete roads We resisted against the displacement from our ancestral land and by forming the Valley Illegal Road Expansion Struggle Committee with 35 local communities around the valley we organized various type of movements 21 day rally hunger strike peaceful rallies discussion with party leaders delegations legal remedies delegation to National Human Rights Commission and we organize various awareness programs within our community even in national level but the result is a zero on the field i still remember it was 28th march 2017 midday we were demonstrating peacefully there were thousands of protester 
affected people at Fibiokhar Maitikar Mandala beside the Supreme Court, the Parliament and Singha Darwar, the Central Government Secretarial in Kathmandu. As usual, my duty was doing MC. I was in our traditional attire, Hakupatasi, black sari with red border which I am wearing right now, with a large number of women participants, the security forces used excessive force to disperse us. In no time, the area was turned into a battlefield with tear gases all around. That was the first time I saw a water cannon. A few of our friends were arrested. I was in front line. Suddenly, the police charged the massive water cannon, and I was blown up by it. I tried to get up but I felt unconscious. My mouth was full of sand and my hands were injured. I lost my spectacles and I was barefoot. I couldn't breathe well and everyone thought I was death. Most of the protesters were injured and rushed to nearby hospital. I had a chest infection. Still I am suffering from it. In July 20, 2019, the mayor of Kathmandu and the ward chair started constructing a business building encroaching the land of Pacheli Vairabguti, traditional customary institution of Newa indigenous people, trust to preserve and promote culture of Newa indigenous people. We intervened at the construction site. As I was targeted many times by the leaders, cadres due to my work on human rights and the rights of our community. We had been criminalized and had to hide ourselves for two days. They plotted a conspiracy against me. The authorities humiliated, insulted me in my own local area and around. My locality is full of his supporters, including a few of my family members. The cadres of Communist Party create difficulties for me to walk in the locality. The mayor himself manipulated my father-in-law to scold me and to stop me. My days were ended with tears. I was heartbroken. The mayor publicly insulted me in his hatred speeches in many places. I was under a lot of pressure from my family. I, I received threats to stop my work from authorities. The illegal road extension affected people from Balaju bypass joined us in search of justice, where after the long advocacy, their human rights were denied. 39 houses were totally demolished by the State Minister of Urban and Infrastructural Development, Rambir Manander, another communist leader, to save his private cinema hall. Eight elderly citizens had lost their lives in grief, whom I know very closely, a painful ending for human souls. We almost did every, every possible thing to re-establish the victim. Four of them are living in a terrible condition, in a rented room, no jobs. I wrote against the minister. He sent his rioters to attack us. I chanted his name then. It was like a national war in, a, in the internet social media. I started getting threatening calls, messages. Minister himself, his relatives attacked in my character of having extramarital affair in social media. People gossip about my character. I had a very hard time in life. They tried to destroy my family life. But my husband supported me. Attack in social media was a big mental torture for, for instance, I thought of committing suicide too. 
because the society where I come from still full of traditional and narrow-minded people. I could not explain how horrible things were back then. I stopped going out because the gossip and the rumor they spread this this fell down my character. It was full of harassment. I could not bear it and I had a major health issue. I had to go through my third surgery. I have an incurable disease called endometriosis. That's why I could not conceive. Even it was made an issue in public where not being a mother is a social crime in patriarchal society. It was August 2021. The state authorities demolished the only one half left home where we had conflict. Seven of our friends were arrested. We filed a writ petition. Still, we had to protest. We closed Katman Kalimati area for two hours. I was leading the movement. Our president of struggle committee, Suman Sami, was arrested too. The minister male relative blocked me on the way and I was and he was about to hit me, but I was protected by my team. Being only one woman woman in front is too risky, I felt that day. When the world was locked down due to COVID-19, we had no options but to come out and do an advocacy and fight for, for human rights in the field. July 4th, 2020. Again, another issue of indigenous land encroachment by Nepal government. The development aggression, seven mega projects totally going to destroy the fertile land, land where the Newa civilization began thousand years ago. It was the Newa farmer versus army. The affected farmers' friends organized a new wave of peaceful protest in Kokna by planting paddy. The investor are European Investment Bank, Asian Development Bank and the World Bank with other companies' vested interest. As usual, I had been targeted but this time I was physically weaker than before since I was six months after my surgery. Then thousands of us were busy in paddy plantations. 200 of police stopped us. The field was full of tear gases and they fired. The situation was getting worse. So I was staying far away this time because, my health, because of my health problem. I was doing broadcast. I could see that hundreds of numbers of armed force police, they were running towards me, carrying the sticks, saying she was the one who started the uh, the one started. She is the leader. I was surrounded by more than 20 armed force police. I was in the ditch. I was beaten badly on my left foot. I fell down and my friends carried me to the hospital. The commissioner head of human rights saw me but what we got was just assurances. Still when I'm writing this the project of demolishing or widening the road in the name of whatsoever has been continued by authorities. How long do we have to continue our struggle just to satisfy the hearts of companies who want to make profit out of human lives? Human rights should be matter whether it's of an individual or the collective human rights of any communities. During my struggle, I had to face a lot of challenges, obstacles, harassment, mental torture. It was too risky for me. In one incident inside the police station, I was thrown out from the room of a deputy sub-inspector. I was kept in custody for a whole day during a valley closed down 
organized by us. By then, I didn't know about human rights, rights of indigenous people. I would say that uh, uh, today uh, I'm here just begging uh, to international community not to stop the foreign invest investors or investment in my country, but before investing or before investing to Nepal government and uh, the investment that will affect the livelihood, the culture, traditional, uh, spiritual land and ancestral land of any community in any poor and developing country. Please get free prior and informed consent, which is really essential to the right holders, not to the stakeholders. Government in poor countries, they easily give consent because all they want is make commission out of the foreign invest. So I humbly request any other organization or any business houses, please go for consultation, get consent and then sit for the dialogues with the proper rights holder, not only with the government. And in the case of my country, uh, we got stay orders, we got uh, a landmark decision from Supreme Court. And we want, we urge international community to lobby, to put uh, pressure on Nepal governments to compensate, not only compensate, before doing forced eviction to any indigenous community. Please get consent. Uh, that's what I want to tell. Thank you so much. And a lot of people, affected people, 150,000 people are waiting for justice. Uh, that is very far-sighted right now. And please uh, support us, help us. Especially, uh, we don't know, we are the Newa indigenous people who are very innocent. We don't know even the basic human rights, fundamental rights. Uh, before I was involved in this movement, I even didn't know about you know the, all the rights. I was unaware. And when I came to know all about the human rights and rights of indigenous people that has been in written in United Nations declarations on the right of indigenous people, and I want to request all the UN uh, mechanism and EU um, a mechanism that um, there should be convention rather than declarations because declarations um, are non-binding and convention are legally binding. So, uh, you know, uh, there are a lot of um, things in uh, UN DRIP, uh, but government do not implement and uh, I want to tell that uh, please pressurize all the go governments in poor country uh, to abide uh, or uh, to follow the rules and regulation and uh, that they have committed to especially uh, you know the people of right uh, right to self-determination right to autonomy of indigenous peoples I'm here today to share my ups and downs of the struggle that transformed me from human rights defender to an activist, now a community leader for all. Thank you so much for listening to me.